Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we are going to unlock Martin Lindstrom's Small Data, the tiny clues that uncover huge trends. This book discusses how effective small data mining can be used in understanding customers' emotions and motivations. Alfred Hitchcock's movies always manage to keep the audience on the edge of their seats through series of climactic sequences. The British director is known for his ability in creating stories filled with suspense, thanks to his ability to control the feelings that we, as humans, all share. Hitchcock has a methodology that favors the effective development of his work, he simultaneously uses two separate scripts when making his films. The blue script is dedicated to documenting the functional aspects of the shooting process, for instance, the scenarios, camera angels and dialogues. The second script, called the green script, in addition to outlining the main storyline and plot of the film, describes the character's emotions and complex psyches with meticulous attention to detail. Moreover, Hitchcock's green script focuses not only on the emotional state of his characters, but also on how the audience would feel and react to them. In this way, Hitchcock can control the pace of the film and, at the same time, have an accurate understanding of the emotions experienced by viewers. Hitchcock's blue and green script strategy is also applicable to brand marketing. As a matter of fact, many renowned global brands are experts at analyzing the psyche of their customers. For instance, Apple stores are projected to resemble the structure of a modern art museum. The interior is spacious, display tables are simple, and the products are evenly organized on top of them. The purpose of Apple's interior design is to assure that customers focus their attention on the product. Considering from an emotional perspective, the goal of this layout is to unlock a subconscious association of Apple products with artwork, thus further highlighting their value. This book reveals a myriad of brand stories and the emotional logic behind them. Next, let's go over the main contents of the book in the following three sections. Part 1. The Revolution of Brand Marketing. Part 2. How to Mine Small Data. Part 3. Opportunities in the Unfulfilled. Part 1. The Revolution of Brand Marketing. In today's information era, every action of a user, may leave traces on countless internet websites. Data from 2020 shows that every minute, around 147,000 pictures were uploaded on Facebook, 500 hours of videos were added on YouTube, 347,222 stories were posted on Instagram, and more than 41.6 million pieces of information, including texts, voice messages, and pictures were sent through WhatsApp. Furthermore, the amount of money that was spent in this minute reached around 1 million US dollars. However, these numbers are just the tip of the iceberg and represent only a small fraction of the amount of information that is exchanged online. This amount increases every second, and the number of internet users joining the process of information production grows incessantly. Different products and services move to online platforms every day, creating a flow worth paying attention to. The information explosion and the multitude of online platforms available have fragmented our attention. Thus, the main goal of marketing professional in recent years has been to win over the attention of internet users by relying on statistics and results obtained through the examination of big data. 
However, even if they do succeed in attracting users' attention, the effectiveness of such marketing strategies cannot be fully guaranteed. For instance, Pekoen, a well-known Chinese cosmetics brand, once launched a phenomenal campaign by employing advertisements in the form of long pictures on social media, which attracted positive attention. Although people did appreciate this form of advertising, the marketing results obtained after the campaign were not satisfactory. Even if a marketing campaign becomes widely popular online, if it fails to effectively promote operational growth, it can only be regarded as unsuccessful. Despite the fact that Google's search engine can record the input methods of every user and analyze the related information, the company has officially stated that they are unable to understand what users are really thinking. Google handles big data on a global scale and applies top-notch technology to do so. For example, Google's software can determine a user's credit rating with an accuracy rate as high as 79% based on the frequency of capital letters used when typing. However, the company believes that the amount of user information it has available is extremely limited, as big data analytics can only help decoding people's behavior patterns, not their real intentions. Additionally, online and offline personalities tend to differ, making big data analysis even more challenging. Then, what kind of marketing strategy is more effective than the use of big data? An analysis of LEGO's two strategic transformations can serve as a basis to answer this question. LEGO is a Danish toy manufacturer founded in 1932. Its worldwide popularity is based on the company's main product, toy blocks that are used to stimulate children's creativity. LEGO's first brand revolution happened around 1981, when video games have become a new trend with the launch of the world's first handheld game. In every research conducted by LEGO using big data, results showed that the instant gratification created by video games were correlated to the losses in LEGO's market share. Children growing up with these games no longer had the patience and time to play with old-fashioned toy blocks. Evidently, LEGO's sales declined considerably during those years. To survive and keep growing as a brand, LEGO initiated a comprehensive transformation. The company stopped considering toy blocks only as its main product and began investing in other commodities, video games, children's clothing, books, magazines. Going even further, they built theme parks and retail malls and developed TV shows. Nonetheless, none of these fields could even come close to replacing LEGO blocks as the company's core product. LEGO needed a copious amount of investment to fund all these changes. At the beginning of 2003, their sales began to decline sharply and went down 30% when compared to previous years. In 2004, sales dropped by another 10%. LEGO had now entered a phase that could mean its downfall. At the time, LEGO invited Lindstrom, the author behind the book we now discuss, to become its brand strategy consultant. He helped LEGO's team conduct an in-depth interview with some of their young users. Among them, there was an 11-year-old German boy. When asked about the thing he valued most, his answer was an old pair of sneakers that he often used to go skateboarding. The importance of the pair of shoes laid in each trace of where that proved to his friends that he was the greatest skateboarder in town. It was immediately clear that, although children may enjoy a feeling of instant gratification, they were still willing to devote long periods of time to master a certain skill so that they can gain the respect and support of their peers. Therefore, since learning how to build with Legos also demands time, 
it was likely that the company would not completely lose its market share. It turned out that the previous research based on the use of big data had pointed out a wrong direction to LEGO's executives. Consequently, LEGO transformed itself one more time. Building blocks became again its core product, and all those businesses that could not serve LEGO's purposes were abolished. After 10 years of hard work, LEGO's sales increased by 11% in the first half of 2014, exceeding US$2 billion. LEGO also managed to defeat its main rival Mattel for the first time, becoming the largest toy manufacturer in the world. In this story, what had given LEGO a new direction was a pair of old sneakers of a German 11-year-old boy. Lindstrom categorized it as small data. What is small data? In our daily communication, 90% of our information is conveyed through nonverbal signs. These include gestures, facial expressions, speech patterns and other elements. Likewise, on the internet, for example, each user's personal status and tweets can reflect their personal emotions and opinions. Even the combination of login passwords can reflect a person's traits and habits. All these hidden clues in people's everyday life are what Lindstrom defines as small data. For brand marketers in the 21st century, identifying the consumer's mentality, hidden emotions, deep-seated motivations, and desires is crucial to seize business opportunities. Truly succeeding in understanding consumers requires in-depth and meticulous observations that can trigger keen insights. This is precisely the key to Lindstrom's consistently successful brand marketing planning, and it sums up his research method centered around the concept of small data. There is a popular saying that goes, if you want to understand how animals live, you don't go to the zoo, you go to the jungle. Understanding consumers follows quite the same logic, we need to observe and experience lives without any sort of preconceived notions. Such in-depth study will yield far better results than any group-based research. Hence, Lindstrom deems it necessary to collect small data that can reflect the consumer's true feelings from an observer's perspective, even before making any marketing plans. He calls this subtext research. This kind of research refers to the process of decoding the consumer's innermost desires and motivations beyond surface level, as it is in one's undiscovered or unsatisfied desires that we find major business opportunities. This is what brand marketers need to look for, and it is what Lindstrom considers the principle behind the foundation of new brand development, product innovation, and enterprise development. This concludes the first part. We have discussed the information explosion and the multitude of channels available that, in turn, resulted in inaccurate analyses produced by big data. Alternatively, small data can give us a precise picture of the consumer's real needs. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.